Hi, Eric Asher here with my good friend Mike Delahousie, the TikTok Cafe. What'd you say, Eric? Hey, Mike, you know what my prescription medication and the TikTok Cafe have in common? What's that? Friend? They cause drowsiness, dizziness, nausea, cramps, diarrhea, blurred vision, muscle aches, gas, heartburn, upset stomach, constipation, weight changes, decreased sex drive, impudence, dry right, mouth, ringing finished? in the ears, depression. Oh, yeah, and suicidal thoughts. It's the TikTok Cafe. Causeway I 10 in Metairie. Are you ready for the stifling New Orleans heat this year? Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to getting my AC ready each and every year, there's no one I trust more than my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Eating. With 30 years in the business, they really know what they're doing, and they can work on any AC system on the market. Burkhardt gets your system running right. They can find and fix the problems before you really need that AC this year. Schedule your tune-up now with Burkhardt at acpromise.com. acpromise.com, and tell them Eric sent you. Good afternoon and welcome to another edition of Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. 
on this beautiful Monday here in Old New Orleans. Again, the Final Four about to wrap up the National Championship game tonight. And, of course, a brand-new sponsor for our Monday show. Uh, Henrik's Gin, uh, part of the portfolio of William Grant. William Grant expanding their advertising on our show to a Monday as well. And uh, we are featuring Hendricks Neptuna as part of uh, today's program. Uh, we talked about that on our Friday show, uh, the William Grant family uh, uh, Friday the Extravaganza. Uh, and, of course, it is a limited edition um, a member of the um, portfolio of William Grant, of the portfolio of Hendricks Gin. Uh, again, it's inspired by the magic of the sea. Uh, Hendricks home, of course, on the southwest coast of Scotland. It's unmistakably Hendrix, but it's got additional invigorating um, blend of coastal botanicals, uh, crisp uh, citrus finish, and of course it is um, um, it is available right now for a limited 12-month release, and you can get it again at your favorite spirit store. Uh, Rome is now notes uh, is notes of coastal freshness balanced with again fresh notes of of citrus. Uh, it's an, uh, the taste is an alluring ju- uh, Jupiter. Uh, character, which is lengthened by, again, deep earthy notes with locally um, sourced Scottish uh, seaside botanicals, fresh coastal herbs, and unmistakably crisp citrus finish. Again, it's now uh, uh, Neptune. Neptuna is uh, part of the Hendrix Gin portfolio, which is a, one of the limited edition bottles that, that you'll be able to get. Uh, it's, again, your favorite spirit store, so get out there and enjoy a bottle of Hendrix Neptuna. Again, uh, proud sponsor of our Monday show. All right, um, well, I'll tell you what, a lot to get into today uh, here on the program. Of course, you're listening to Inside New Orleans, 106.1 FM NASH ICOM, iHeartRadio app, TuneIn Radio app, our digital platforms, NASH FM 106.1, uh, and ericasher.com on the World Wide Web. And our podcast is everywhere. Anchors our home base on your favorite podcasting platforms. And, of course, you can check us out on our social media platforms, at Eric underscore Asher on Twitter, Eric Asher on Facebook, Inside New Orleans Show on Instagram. I'll have the guest on the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports for you probably by tomorrow. But today on the program, Ali Cassell of the Bird Rights will join us at 435. uh, Talking Pels, big weekend for the Pels. Big week now going into the final, what, four games of the season uh, for the Pels. Currently in ninth place uh, in the Western Division. Um, Mike Scarborough will join us at uh, fi- at uh, five fifteen, and uh, we'll talk uh, Tigers with him specifically uh, LSU spring game. I'm sorry, LSU spring practice. Pardon me. On uh, on Saturday, we'll get into that, and then Larry Holder, the athletic, is back with us on on Monday. Uh, that'll happen at five thirty five, and we'll talk about today's trade with the New Orleans Saints. For those of you that are just getting in the car, and maybe again have had your phone near you. Uh, the Saints are getting a 2022 first-round pick, number 16 overall, and um, the the 2022 first-round pick, number 19 overall, and a 2022 sixth-round pick, 194 overall, from the Philadelphia Eagles. Now, the Philadelphia had four first-round picks uh, in, going into this into this um, uh, draft. Uh, the Philly will receive this year's 2022 first-round pick, which is number 18. The 2022 third-round pick, which is the which is 101, uh, the seventh-round pick from this year, which is 237, next year's first rounder, 2023 2023's first rounder, and a 2024 second-round pick. So let me go over that again. Saints make a trade with Philadelphia this afternoon, uh, getting two picks in the first round, uh, the 16th overall pick, the 19th overall pick, and a 2022 sixth-round pick. Uh, 
That's 194 overall. They're giving up their first-round pick this year, which is, which is number 18, uh, a 2020, 20, 2022 third-round pick, 101 overall. Uh, their seventh-round pick this year, number 237. And then next year's 2023's first-round pick, and then the 2024 second-round pick. So the Saints now have flexibility uh, to be able to go in and draft a top-wide receiver, which is what uh, may be looking for, or, again, a top offensive tackle. It also, again, um, gives them a, the flexibility if they want to go up and get a quarterback. Now, again, interesting, this is not really a quarterback draft. We've been talking about it unless you've fallen in, one, in love with one of these QBs. Next year and the following year are really quarterback drafts. Okay, but um, with that said, uh, they're also betting on not being in the top 20 next season. Like, again, giving up next year's uh, 2023 uh, first-round pick. Uh, there's also, again, the flexibility of now having two first-round picks in, the, uh, in, in this draft to be able to move up if they covered a player in the top 10. So that's a po- possibility as well. Plus, look, we've been saying this all along. The Saints know exactly what's going on with, with, with Sean Payton. Okay, they're not fooled. He's been doing interviews all over the place. And, again, although he's been noncommittal on, on saying he's, whether he's going back into coaching next year or not, uh, most people believe that, again, he, he'll get the itch and he'll be back on the sidelines next year. Saints hold his rights for two more seasons after this year. Uh, if he goes back, there has to be compensation uh, from the club that he decides to be able to sign on with. Most people believe that will be the Dallas Cowboys. You know, we'll see how that plays out. But uh, a lot of people believe that, again, that the Saints are going to be able to try to, try to uh, again, hold out uh, for, for some top draft choices, um, whether that is multiple first-round picks, you know, the second-round picks involved in that, you know, top picks in the, uh, in the top 50. Um, you know, we'll see how that plays out. Um, I'm sure the Saints hold all the cards here. And, you know, I've said before, once Peyton walked away, you know, this allegiance to, you know, Peyton did this, Peyton did that. Uh, you know what? You're the guy that's going to another team. And, you know, the fan base is, um, I believe, will, will, you know, they're going to change in terms of their, their view of this because, again, it's, it's been bouquets and accolades for, for Sean Payton, and rightly so, based on what he's done here in New Orleans. But uh, I don't think the, the fan base is going to like, again, him coaching on another sideline. But it is what it is. Saints can only recoup as much as they can uh, in, in terms of draft picks and players uh, for, for, again, compensation for him moving on to another team. He's considered an offensive genius, one of the top coaches in the NFL. Uh, so, again, why wouldn't you hold out uh, for, for a, a king's ransom for, uh, for Sean Payton? So Saints are probably betting on the fact that Payton's coming back within the next two years. We're going to be able to pick up even more draft picks. Uh, so the ones that we're giving away now, we may be able to recoup those in, the, in that particular draft. Remember, 2023 first-round pick, 2024 second-round pick given up in this in this trade in addition to this year's 2022 first-round pick, which is number 18, third-round pick, which is 101, seventh-round pick, which is 237. Uh, it also, again, leads me to believe that something we heard last week, uh, that maybe there is a little bit of a shift here for the Saints. Uh, when you you heard Dennis Allen say last week at the owners' meeting, the Saints are going to augment uh, the um, augment the roster through free agency, and they're going to build the roster through the draft. So if that's the case, again, augmenting the roster through free agency, building through the draft, uh, then that's why we've seen them so methodical in terms of free agency. Um, this weekend, 
They re-signed P.J. Williams to a one-year deal. Glad to see that. Jaheel Johnson comes back from the Houston Texans on a one-year deal. He was here in New Orleans under Ryan Pace. So, again, good to see that. Uh, but, again, it's not the splash we're waiting for, the honey badger. Uh, you know, maybe, again, a, a, a top-wide receiver, maybe trading for a top-wide receiver. And this kind of maybe precludes them now from making a trade for a top-wide receiver unless, again, they're going to utilize these two first-round picks to be able to go out and get that. And I don't think there's a wide receiver out there right now that's worth two round, first-round picks. Maybe you do. I don't. Uh, you know, but at this point, uh, it probably gives them the flexibility to do exactly what they want to do. Get up there, get one of those top wide receivers, still have the ability to be able to pick one of the top offensive linemen, uh, you know, meaning, meaning probably a left tackle, uh, to be able to try to fill two holes on the offense. And then still, again, remember that money, that $22 million plus that they have can be rolled over into next year uh, if necessary. They don't have to spend it all. But we'll see how that plays out. Now this gives them a little bit more flexibility in allowing the market to kind of, you know, uh, reach its, uh, its, uh, its buoyancy. So we'll see, again, who's going to be able to sign for what. There are a lot of guys out there right now have overpriced themselves uh, for the Saints and for other teams. That's why we're seeing them still out there. The question is, when it gets down to the nitty-gritty, are the Saints going to be willing to be able to get into some type of bidding war for, for a player? And right now it looks as though they won't. Um, this is a, 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 maybe a little bit of a shift because in the past it's been, okay, fill holes with free agency and then, and then again, get best player available in the draft. This looks like a little bit of a shift here when we heard him, you know, Dennis Allen say last week, augmenting the roster through free agency, building through the draft. Again, the Saints make a trade with the Eagles today. Uh, they pick up two first-round picks in this draft, uh, giving up their first-rounder, their third-rounder, their seventh-rounder in this draft, a 2022, I'm sorry, 2023 first-rounder and a 2024, um, uh, 2024 second-rounder. In addition, they get, they get a sixth-round pick from Philly this year, 194. All right, uh, big, big, big um, uh, night here in New Orleans tonight, again, with the national championship. And, of course, um, I did want to mention, I, I mentioned this earlier a few weeks ago, that the Saints, because they have, the, they have a new head coach, something we haven't seen here in, what, decades? Um, at least 15, 16 years. That they have the ability to go into, uh, in, into OTAs uh, earlier than, than, than other teams that do not have the coaching change at the top. The Saints' voluntary offseason workouts began today. So, again, we don't know how many people are there, who's there, who's working out, but the doors were open today for, again, voluntary workouts. Normally the Saints, have, when it comes to OTAs, have had almost 100% participation. We'll see how that plays out. National Championship tonight, Kansas versus North Carolina. That comes on the heels of, again, Saturday's uh, semifinals, which were fantastic. Kansas over Villanova, 81-65. to Let's say this, first of all. Kansas is very good at every position on the floor. And they were better than... Um, than Villanova, uh, for sure. Now, look, if Justin Moore is there and he doesn't tear tear his Achilles tendon against Houston um, in the Elite Eight, um, I I think maybe, again, it's a little closer game than what we saw um, against Kansas on on, on Saturday. Uh, But give Kansas a tremendous amount amount of credit. They are good and they are deep. But you could see the loss of of Moore and and what it meant to to, to, – to Villanova, shortening their bench really hurt them in, in the long because he does so many things for them. Um, the big one obviously was uh, North Carolina over Duke, 81 to 77, 70 plus thousand in the dome to witness that game. 
I think there were 18 lead changes, 12 ties going going uh, this thing going down to the last minute of the game. Look, I, I was in the in the dome for the Georgetown uh, North Carolina National Championship back in 1982, uh, 63-62 win with Michael Jordan knocking down the last shot, and every possession meant something in that game. Uh, and it felt like a lot like that on on, on Saturday night between um, North Carolina and Duke. Um, you know, it went down to the wire. I mean, you were almost breathless watching it, right? I mean, when it was over, you exhaled, but then, but it kind of left you wanting for more. You you kind of wished it would have went overtime. I mean, it, it it happened so quickly at the end when North Carolina, you know, there were a couple missed shots, a couple missed free throws by uh, by uh, Duke. And North Carolina takes the lead, and and then of course you're in a situation where uh, you know they end up sending Coach K home. Uh, you know, it was obviously a lot on the line for Duke, trying to get him another championship. Uh, you, you, know, you just could feel the vibe throughout the dome, really throughout the city. Uh, it also makes it, maybe the tonight's national championship game, you know, almost anticlimactic after again Duke's uh, Duke and North Carolina semifinal game, which was which was one for the ages, honestly, one for the ages. Now, a lot of ramifications of that game, right, as it pertains to the rivalry. I mean, you got Coach K looking to retire. Uh, now with, with another national championship, that didn't happen. Then he had the finality of it all. Uh, but tonight, I think it's going to be a good game, okay? Now, remember, Kansas is a number one overall seed. Uh, they are, uh, again, uh, North Carolina is an eighth seed. Uh, Bangkok, uh, the, the center, uh, sprained his ankle. It didn't look too bad. Again, I don't look, who knows, okay? He was able to come back on the floor. He was able to play. Um, to me, that's going to be a big matchup tonight against McCormick. Uh, they're, 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 that's a physical, two physical guys in the middle. And then the ability of North Carolina's defenders to stay with the sharp shoes of Kansas. They were on on Saturday. Boy, I tell you, taking down shots. Um, now, I don't think that North Carolina has a Duke hangover, but it, it could affect them some. It's a tremendous amount of energy that was put out against, against, a, against your arch rival. Uh, so we'll see how that, that kind of plays out. But to me, Kansas is a very, very good team, and it's going to take, again, a, a team effort on defense and, and on the boards for North Carolina to come out on top tonight. Um, personally, I'd like to see North Carolina win, but Kansas is a very, very strong team. Uh, it'll be interesting to see, again, how this plays out. I mean, it's going to have to be a total team effort for North Carolina, in my opinion, to be able to beat them tonight. Uh, the city, <laughs> let me just tell you right now, we are now shown once again why we are the gold standard when it comes to hosting major sporting events. We knocked it out the park once again. Now, look, we still got tonight and tomorrow as, as people take off out of Louis Armstrong and head back home, right? Uh, but we knocked it out the park once again. The international media, fans of all the schools, basketball fans from everywhere, uh, as you, you listen, as you hear the vibe on social media, uh, interviews that have been being done on a national, international basis, even locally, preaching the gospel of New Orleans as the best city to host a major sporting events. And, and look, we know that already. We are the gold standard. Uh, the walkability, first of all. You know, the restaurants, Bourbon Street, French Quarter, first-class hotels, again, within walking distance of everything, the convention center, uh, again, the, the Superdome, all got rave reviews. Again, mo- most singing the praise that, again, New Orleans should be the permanent site for all major sporting events, even, again, with a, wait a minute, wait a minute, 50-year-old Superdome. That's right. Okay? So many buildings have come and gone, and the dome continues to be able to, to again, uh, rise above. Uh, we needed this kind of publicity. Let's, let's not kid ourselves, especially in a post-pandemic New Orleans. 
Uh, we need an inject of the revenue that we're getting, which is number one. It starts off really our spring season now of tourism, which is huge for us with all the festivals that are coming up. Uh, you talk about post-pandemic, the revenue that was necessary, not just for the city, but for the state. And, and then it also it, it sends a message once again to those that are awarding the NCAA championships in, in football and basketball, uh, the NBA All-Star Game, you know, WrestleMania, Super Bowls. They have to remember that, again, that, you know, a shiny new stadium doesn't make for a successful event. You know, New Orleans is and always has been the standard, the gold standard of putting on, on a major sporting event. And, and I've said this all, uh, many, many times. We were often imitated, but we can never be duplicated because of the natural assets we have when it comes to, again, uh, putting on major sporting events. Uh, and, and it shows, once again, that New Orleans is back. And could be proud of my city. You knew we were going to hit it out the park. I was worried about crime. Crime continued. Okay, thankfully it has not really touched any of the visitors here yet. And hopefully it doesn't. I pray the, for peace continuously. Uh, but uh, as far as the hospitality industry, congratulations. You knocked it out the park. You know, it's gotten so much now that, you know, you get the, the Final Four every 10 years, okay? You know, we used to get it every five years. We used to get a Super Bowl every five years. Now it's like every 10 years. Uh, you know, NBA All-Star game, like every decade. Uh, you know, and, and look, that's, what I'm, that's my point is. My point is no one can duplicate the natural assets, the walkability, the restaurants, the vibe, the food. You talk about the, the, the nightlife. Uh, and, then, and then, of course, between the convention center, the arena, the dome, everything in proximity. The world-class hotels that are, again, within walking distance. You can park your car and never have to use it again when you come to New Orleans for an event. And I think that gets lost a lot of times on, again, those that are giving out these events to two other cities because of shiny new buildings. When, when again, they have to create what we have, naturally. They have to create a, uh, you know, a, a, a Bourbon Street. They can try to create a French Quarter, but they can't. And they can't create the walkability that we have in, in terms of, again, everything is right there for you for a fan to be able to go out and enjoy themselves and, that, uh, and the media as well. So, again, congratulations to New Orleans. Congratulations to each and every one of us. Uh, again, that, that is a New Orleanian. And also to those in the hospitality industry, you did a great job. Uh, again, one more day. Let's knock the sucker, sucker out the park, have people walking away with a great vibe. And the games have been fantastic as well. Hey, the Pels beat the Lakers on Friday night. Got blown out by the Clippers last night. We're going to talk to Alex Sell about that at the bottom of the hour. First of all, the Pels are going to have to figure out, again, what the Lakers and Clippers threw at them defensively. Uh, it's the first time I've really seen this, def- this offense stymied since C.J. McCollum has come on board. And you've had your full complement of players. Uh, now, the Clippers were much better than the Lakers were at executing that because of their size. But it's got to be addressed because, again, it's one of the reasons why they lost that game against the Clippers on, on, on Sunday. But what a win over LeBron James and Anthony Davis, who, again, both came off the injured list uh, to be able to try to make sure that the, the Lakers didn't get swept and stay in the playoff contention. Uh, it was a beautiful thing. Okay, it was a beautiful thing. Okay. Uh, also means the, the Pels are getting very close to the Lakers' first-round pick. Uh, again, if they, they, they finish outside of the uh, outside of the if they finish in the bottom ten, which is outside of the the play-in tournament, uh, that 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 pick reverts back to the Pels, and oh, what oh how lovely that would be, right? But just a great win. The Pels are now 34 and 44. They're four to play. They're ninth seed. They're a game ahead of San Antonio, which is 33 and 45. Three games ahead of the Lakers, who are now in 11th place at 31 and 47, and they are going down the drain quickly very quickly. Pels take on Sacramento on Tuesday in Sacktown. Portland at home 
on, on Thursday, Memphis on Saturday uh, in, 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 um, in, in Memphis, and then they finish up at Golden State uh, at home on Sunday to finish out the season. So really good news there uh, for the Pels, even though, again, last night was a, was a blowout, and uh, they got some work to do in the gym. There's no doubt about it because it, wor- it did not work with the Lakers. It worked with the Clippers, so you know every team is now going to emulate that over the next few weeks until the uh, next few games until they figure it out. So hopefully, again, that's going to happen in the gym. Congratulations to Willie Green, who, again, showed some real emotion after that Laker win. And, look, it's just good for the city, right, and, and good for Pels fans because, you know, again, we've been pushed around by the Los Angeles Lakers, talking about the New Orleans Pelicans, for too long. You know, again, sabotaging what would have been a playoff season with Anthony Davis's last year here. Again, trying to really force the, 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 the Pels into, again, making the deal. Uh, you know, really spoiling any opportunity for the Boston Celtics to get involved in a, in a bidding war for Anthony Davis. You know, and really put him in a bad position. But, look, the Pels have won the trade. The Pels now, again, win this season with a sweep. They kick the Lakers out of the, um, out of the, uh, uh, the playoffs. You know, uh, possibly, uh, maybe may, again with just four games, five games to play. You know, again, it's a, it's going to take a miracle, but miracles can happen. And then, of course, that first round pick reverting to the Pels. Oh, how sweet it is, as Jackie Gleason used to say. Oh, how sweet it is. Of course, we'll talk to uh, Mike Scarborough about LSU Spring. Uh, got the the media got a chance to get an extensive look at the LSU football team. Uh, that'll be coming up at about five fifteen. Again, don't forget today is brought to you by again. Uh, William Grant expanding their their sponsorship of our program to a Monday. Uh, And, of course, we're going to feature a different brand every single Monday for you. And today it is the limited edition Neptuna by Hendricks Gin. Uh, Again, it's a limited release. It will only be on the shelves for 12 months for you. So get out there and, and again, enjoy uh, uh, Hendricks Neptuna, again, inspired by the magic of the sea. Uh, Hendrick's home is on the southwest coast of Scotland, right? So, again, uh, it is an invigorating blend of coastal botanicals, uh, crisp citrus finish. Uh, it just launched in March. It'll go, it'll go for 12 months. Uh, it's got a, it's, the aroma is, if you, if you give, it, give, it a, give it a nice nose smell, uh, no, uh, notes of coastal freshness, balanced with, again, fresh notes of citrus. Uh, the alluring ju- Jupiter... Um, Character is lengthened by, again, deep earthy notes of locally sourced Scottish seaside botanicals, fresh coastal herbs, and then when you talk about that finish, it's an unmistakably crisp citrus finish for you. Get out there and enjoy, again, uh, while you can, because, again, this is one of those ones where every year that uh, uh, Hendrix is putting out a special edition, this is one of those limited releases. It is Hendrix Neptuna Gin. Hey, don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, acpromise.com, acpromise.com. North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank, you need help with your ACC system. Maybe, again, you're looking to get it serviced, get it cleaned for the upcoming summer months, or it's broken down for you. You need help. 30-minute courtesy call before they come to your home or your business. Truly a company can trust. 15 trucks in the field. It's Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Doesn't matter what type of brand you have at your home or your business. They're authorized to service it. Go with the pros. Go with Burkhardt. acpromise.com. acpromise.com. Coming up next, I like to sell the bird rights. Hi, this is Ken Trahan. The Three Tailgaters Show is a Saturday morning tradition on 1061 Nash Icon. Tune in every Saturday morning from 10 a.m. to noon with my partner Ed Daniels of WGNO and WNOL to join me to talk sports with you every single week with your calls as well. The Three Tailgaters Show, Saturday mornings, 10 a.m. to noon on 1061 Nash Icon. 
This report is sponsored by News Nation. If you're looking for real news, News Nation is new and different. News Nation doesn't take sides or lean into political agendas. Here you get all sides. If you're looking for news without the noise, come back to the news with News Nation. News for all America. Delays remain solid if you're traveling eastbound along the West Bank Expressway and the Crescent City Connection and the Pontchartrain Expressway, with delays stretching from Terry Parkway to the Claiborne Earhart exit. Also got for delays as steady if you're traveling 10 eastbound from just past City Park to the high-rise. Look out for delays on the 610 on the westbound side from just before Canal Boulevard to the 10610 merge and on the eastbound side from Elysian Fields to the 10610 merge if you're traveling along 10 westbound. Delays are steady from Clearview to the airport on the 310 your delays are steady from just before from just before st rose to the luling hornville exit and in the meantime look out for accidents on your surface streets wall boulevard at general de gaulle and also look out for a fender bender south claiborne at fourth i'm at robinson broadcasting from the attorney mike brander traffic center On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory. 467 Hickory Avenue, open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soups, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great southern dishes. Check out our menu online at bienvenueharahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. Sportsbeat is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring steak night, Wednesday, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filet. Friday nights, hot ball crawfish, 6 p.m. till. Private room available. Sportsbeat is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportsbeat Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selections, delicious food, friendly staff sports, and hot ball crawfish. At Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, their number one priority is treating people right. Take it from me, Eric Asher. It means getting there quickly in an emergency. They'll be on time and do a perfect job. And it means they promise to give everyone a fair price every time. So if you're looking for a better experience from your generator AC company, or you just got a big quote from someone else and you want a second opinion, let the folks at Burkhardt earn your trust and treat you right. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. Hey, Eric, welcome to the newly renovated TikTok. Come on in. Quick, close the door, Mike. You're letting the flies out. All right, don't start that again. Hey, look, we've been back operating almost two months now. Yeah, and your sign should say, sorry, we're back open. Stop. Come on. So what do you think about the new paint job and the repaved parking lot? I think you could put lipstick on a pig, but it's still a... All right, enough is enough. The TikTok Cafe open 24-7 at the intersection of Causeway and I-10 in Metairie.
Congratulations to John Baptiste, New Orleans' own John Baptiste, last night dominating the Grammys. His uh, album, Album of the Year, We Are, uh, had was nominated in 11 categories, took home five Grammys last night, and, of course, Album of the Year, Freedom was the big song off of that particular uh, album. Congratulations uh, to New Orleans' own John Baptiste, again, uh, dominating the Grammys last night. All right, um, join us on the program now as we're back uh, talking some sports with you is uh, none other than Ali Cassell of the Bird Rights. Big, big week for the Pels. They close out the season. Big weekend for the Pels looking back as well. Ali, welcome to the show. How are you, my friend? I'm doing great, Eric. And, yeah, you're absolutely right. It doesn't. There's no moment to relax for the rest of the season anymore. Yep, no no doubt about it. And, and of course, it. You know, we'll, we'll get into what's coming up, but let, let's look back on uh, on on, uh, on the Laker game on on. Um, on, on a Friday night and uh, just, I mean, I, you know, it's, it's, I don't know if people want to call it a rivalry, but based on, again, what happened with the Anthony Davis situation, et cetera, uh, we go back to Chris Paul, Clippers, Lakers, all that. Uh, I think there's a burning desire in most Pels fans, at least now, uh, to stick it to the Lakers. And what a beautiful win that was on Friday night. Yeah, I think you're absolutely right, and it's not just with the fans. I think there's some players on this roster. I know that there's people within the organization, the front office, that really get up for playing the Lakers and, of course, of wanting to beat them. And to be able to go in there and once again, for the third time this year, right, get a win over Los Angeles, that, 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 that says volumes because this team, since the trade, has honestly owned the Pelicans. Uh, Brandon Ingram, Josh Hart, Lonzo Ball, when those guys were here, Nobody enjoyed any success against their former team. Um, and it seemed like LeBron and Anthony Davis always made sure of beating the Pelicans, right? They yep. seemed to get up in the game, even though New Orleans was never really, um, you know, a playoff material, opposed uh, to threat, whatever you want to call it. So, yeah, this season's been special, but you're right, to culminate it with, with that final win on Friday to where you felt like if the Pelicans get that game, you're probably knocking the Lakers out of this season, right, of, yep. of the playing tournament. They're going to be going home as soon as the regular season's over. And they were able to do that, despite LeBron James, right, resting up for that game. Anthony Davis, his first game back, and whew, I don't know how many games he had missed previously, but it was mm-hmm. at least around 16 or 18. So you yep. knew they had circled this game. And like you mentioned, Eric, to go in and win, take their best shot against, you know, Staples Center, Crypto, I guess it's called now, was packed to the brim full of Lakers fans. To be able to win in that environment, that was indeed special for this organization. No doubt about it. Of course, the byproduct of that is Lakers are, if the Lakers are, are truly out, which we believe they're going to be, um, that that first-round pick reverts back to the Pels. Who knows what that could be eventually? You know, I mean, is it a top-ten pick? Is it going to be, again, is it going to go up to the top three? Uh, but it could, it could be a bonanza for the Pels as well. Uh, but, again, it, it's, a, it's a little sweetener, again, to the uh, – uh, to the win on, on Friday night, you know, getting, getting that pick uh, back to New Orleans as well. Yeah, that, that's, it's a really big deal. For those people that don't understand, you know, currency in, uh, in, in the NBA is draft assets. And the Pelicans gave away um, one in that Stephen Adams deal. I, they gave away several, actually, in that Stephen Adams where they yes. traded forward Jonas Valanciunas. And uh, for them to be able but, – but they had protections on it. So for them to be able to recoup it and then down the road send future second-round picks, that's huge. Because yes, as we is. all know, those that follow the NBA first-rounders, that's where the value's at. That's where you get the players that really mm-hmm. help you in rotation. So whether the Pelicans decide to use it in the upcoming draft, if they do get it, or they decide.
tried to include in the trade to upgrade the roster. Remains to be seen, but, boy, that's a heck of a chip for the front office. No, no doubt about it. And, and look, just the vibe. You know, the, the, the city's on fire right now because of the Final Four. But, again, look, you know, so many other folks are now coming out of the woodwork to become Pelican fans. You know, you're, you're seeing the bars now with, you know, Pelican games on. Uh, you know, having watch parties, etc., kind of reminds you of a few years ago when the Pels were making their playoff run. And, look, all this city needs is a viable franchise, and they're going to come out and support it. And I think this is the precursor of what we're seeing right now. Again, with the, you know, the turnaround from 1-12 and to 3-16 and to now, you know, thir- uh, what, 34-44 and in ninth place, uh, you've given the fans a reason to get out there and support this team once again. Yeah, Eric, nobody saw this coming. We've talked about ad nauseum. But, yeah, first two months, as disappointing as it could possibly be, even though they didn't have Zion Williamson, but that's part of the story, right, of the disappointment, which seems to have followed him since he's arrived in New Orleans. But they were able to turn around, you know, their misfortunes and start eking out wins. And now they, like, honestly, to me, they look like a legitimately good team. Ever since that C.J. McCollum trade, they filled that lead guard position that we've been wanting to see filled for years now. It's so important to have good guard play, and C.J. fills it. Gives Brandon Ingram another star alongside of him. So when they're on, they play really well. And look, they're doing all this, as we mentioned, without Zion. So this team looks poised for bigger and better things. But I think that's why everybody's excited now. Even though, of course, the record's a losing one overall, Mm -hmm. you're not expected to do much once you make the postseason. You see the future in this team, and that's been rare right here in New Orleans. You saw Chris Paul's heyday. There was a couple of good years. People really were excited back then. With Anthony Davis, right. there's just a couple of glimpses that aren't even worth mentioning mm-hmm. almost. But, yeah, this seems real, Eric. And for a franchise that's only been existing for 20 years, it's a really big deal. No, no it is. And, look, I, you know, I think that the, the national media glazes over this in a lot of cases. They're doing this without Zion Williamson. They've done this all season exactly. without Zion Williamson. And that was the focal point of the team. The team was built around Zion Williamson. And they've had to, again, um, you know, shift gears on the fly here in terms of, again, you know, uh, Brandon Ingram's growth as, as, as a superstar in, in this league, getting a C.J. McCollum. You cannot discount what Valanciunas has meant to this team all season long. The emergence of three rookies and, and of course, with, with, with Murphy and, and um, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, Herb Jones. Uh, you, you're talking about, and uh, you know, two guys that, you know, you didn't. Nobody expected those guys to be able to be able to come in here and uh, to be able to immediately make it make an impact on this team. And you know, we we saw that with Herb and Murphy really really down the line. And then of course you can't discount what Alvarado's brought to the team. On top of again, you know, the the veterans kind of mixing in there. Um, it, it's. It's been a kind of a hodgepodge, but, you know, a lot of guys have gotten a lot of playing time, seems like they've got more depth now, and, and they seem to be laser-focused on, on, the, on the postseason. Yeah, with Zion, no Zion Williamson, it automatically created more opportunity, and slowly you saw that opportunity get added as other people started missing time. And you know what? For the first time, it seems like since I can remember here in New Orleans, mm-hmm. the Pelicans, the players, the guys towards the end of the bench, they took advantage of it. Every single guy, I feel like – that is under Willie Green right now that hasn't been traded away, they have all improved since the time they got here to now, whether it's been the start of the year or going back to previous seasons. And that says a lot. That says a lot. Because you, you, you've always wanted to build, or fans have always wanted to see the Pelicans build something young, sustainable, that they could grow with. Because Dell Demp's models of always trading picks and then getting these young veterans that never panned out. So I don't know nobody wanted to see that go, anybody go down that road again. But 
of course, the players, they still have to seize that opportunity once given it, and, and they certainly have. Look, it's great that Herb Jones came in as the 35th pick, and suddenly there's a lot of people saying, look, we know that he's going to make an all-NBA rookie team, but heck, let's, let's start talking about maybe making an all-NBA defensive team. I mean, that's I agree. Phrase. Jose Alvarado, he's getting talked about all the time, and yes, of course, it's for his incredible Grand Theft Alvarado type of steals, but as mm-hmm. we know, those people that watch him play, he's so much more than that. He's a yes. heck of a presence on that court, whether it's for the locker room, on the sidelines. So I think he's their best floor general. And let's not forget Najee Marshall, right? I think Najee's really come in and made an impact defensively after not playing. And now Trey Murphy over the last month, well, he's the guy that we thought we would see coming straight out of Virginia. So everywhere you look, Jackson Hayes, anybody else I've forgotten to mention, they've all done better. They've all improved. Yep. And that's so key for a team that's already seemingly got their stars. No, I agree. And, look, you got the emergence of a Jackson Hayes. You bring in the Larry Nance in that deal. Again, how much he's made a difference. Um, you know, and, and it's it's been a total team effort. And a tremendous amount of credit goes to Willie Green re- resetting the culture here by the, then the players believing in him, buying into him. And then, of course, you know, uh, David Griffin got a lot of great, got a lot of accolades when he came to New Orleans from this show. He got a lot of grief when he made mistakes. Uh, we give him accolades now for, again, having, uh, you know, going out and turning this thing around. Look, it cost, but he turned it around. And, th- and this team seems, seems to be on the right trajectory now. I do have to ask, though, a uh, little troubling. I watched what the Lakers did on, on Friday night in terms of their defensive uh, 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 game plan, which was, again, taken and duplicated by the Clippers, who did it much better than the Lakers ever could. And the Pels never seemed to be able to, again, figure out, again, how to be able to deal with it. Uh, your thoughts on that, and then, of course, now you get got a couple days in the gym to be able to practice because you know Sack's coming at them, and every other team from this point forward is, is going is gonna, to is gonna try to play them the same way defensively until they can figure it out. Right, yeah, so what they did is basically take advantage of Jackson Hayes being on the court. And so in the Laker game, LeBron James started out on him and just flat-out ignored him. You know, he didn't even care if Jackson went all the way pretty much to the rim. Um, he was going to go ahead and play safety and make sure that Brandon or whoever was going to need help on one of his teammates covering one of the Pelicans, that he was there to give it. And you're right, he didn't execute well because he would just make that first effort, and then he basically just stood in the lane. Ivaka Zubac, uh, the uh, Clippers center, he did it much better. And so yep. he was flying all over, and Brandon could never shake loose, especially in that first half. CJ wasn't able to really get uh, comfortable, you could tell. Uh, getting all the way to the rim, being able to use his moves on getting past people because he saw multiple guys. So, yeah, the Clippers stacked the deck on the Pels' two best players, and it worked. They put a third guy, uh, an active player, a smaller player, mm-hmm. on Jonas Valanciunas, and that did the trick too. So they saw what Ty Lu may do to them in the playoffs, but I'm glad that they saw it because there's ways to get around it. You can, first of all, put Jackson Hayes in a lot more movement by having him go up mm-hmm. to the high elbow or just somewhere back door. But you're going to have to account for him. You can't just give him layups possession after possession. Of course, you're going to be able to figure out a better way to get Jonas Valanciunas. That's the, I thought that, that was the, that's the key. Front him. Right. right. Yeah, so we you got to get him. I don't know why they didn't get him the ball more last night. Yeah, they tried a few times, and I'll tell you what, they just looked clunky. The passing wasn't there. The timing, yep. it just True. all looked bad. So it looked like almost a hangover right from the Lakers' big win. Mm-hmm. A little bit of one. I would agree. I would definitely agree with that. Um, again, you're talking four games left. Uh, and 
you know, that I was thought maybe that we might see some some teams maybe resting players. I don't know. Golden State may not end up resting anybody. They may end up having to play their players on, on that last game on Sunday, depending on you know, how things kind of shake out this week. But again, winnable games throughout again the, the rest of this uh, uh, the rest of the um, of the schedule. Memphis would probably be in the, the toughest game on the schedule. Well, they got to get the next two because uh, the Kings, while you know they're not legitimately resting their stars like Portland is. Right. Fox is playing great. You still got to beat them. They're not playing well. I mean, they've had four recent wins, four in their last six, but they have came against all bad teams. I think it was two against Houston, one against Orlando, and there was a fourth against another losing team. And of course, Portland. We just saw them. We've seen that they're they have no interest in winning any kind of games for the rest of the year. So that's got to be two automatic wins. Clinch your play in tournament bid. And then I think Memphis is going to be very gettable because they've got nothing left to play for. They should right. be just mindful of health. Right, because John Moran's definitely not going to play, and I'd be surprised if Triple J and some of their other good players play in that game because there's no need for it. So that should be probably a winnable game. And you've got to keep winning these, I think, because you want to stay in ninth. The Spurs are only a game back in the standings, but right. legitimately it's almost as if they're tied because if, if the Spurs pitch you in the standings at least level with you, then that means they would get the ninth seed because they've got the tiebreaker. And you certainly yes. don't want to go to San Antonio and play that No, tiebreaker. you don't. We know that environment, you don't. Eric. Yeah. And, and this, and this fan base deserves a home game. They, they really do. Yeah. So hopefully, again, this is going to be something. This would, be, this would really catapult this team if they could be home and have a playoff-type atmosphere here at home for that game. Exactly. I, I want them to keep going, though. I want them to experience that first playoff there, too. Get a little well, me, too. So that next year, me, too. That's not the goal, right? Yeah, experience that this year. But, but it should be, right? Ollie, I mean, look, to me – the more playoff experience these kids get, it's only going to help them for next year. And, look, I, I, don't, I don't think it'll be a sweep. I think if they get a chance to get into a series, they're going to win a game or two just simply because they're a much better team than they were uh, you know, previously. But still, just having the opportunity to get involved in a series uh, will go a long way. And, again, uh, the maturation process of this team for next year. Absolutely. I mean, look, it is a young team, and they don't know how to handle the big moments or the, the playoff-type matches. And we saw that yesterday when they were playing the uh, Clippers, where they got punched in the mouth and they didn't react very well. Clippers did everything they wanted. So that was a good experience. But that's only more of those they could add to their resume if they got into the playoffs. The further you go, the more you get to experience that, the better you, you can adjust, right? You, you get that comfort zone of playing in those that type of atmosphere. And everybody's got to go through it. And might as well start now. I agree. Absolutely. No doubt. Hey, hey, Ali, before I let you go, Kansas-North Carolina tonight. Uh, again, what an epic game Duke-North Carolina was on Saturday night in, in, in the Dome. Uh, what are your thoughts on the national championship? Yeah, that game, there's no, I, there's no way they duplicate it, I think, right? The atmosphere, everything. <laughs> that was an incredible game. What. Yeah, but it feels like North Carolina has already won their Super Bowl, so to speak, right? Mm-hmm. Their NCAA championship because that, there's not going to be a bigger game for probably the next decade. Um, considering all things. So I feel like that Kansas is probably going to be able to take advantage of that. North Carolina, just, you know, these guys are young. Um, and even though they're going to have full of energy, mentally, I wonder if they'll all be there. And look, North, North Carolina, they rely on just a select few. They're not a deep team at all. Mm-hmm. So if right. one or two of those guys has kind of a, like a hangover from that big win, well, then there's no way I think they win. So that's why I think I'm favoring Kansas. Tell us about your fantastic site, how folks can follow you guys on social media. And, of course, I can follow you on social media as well. 
Sure. You can catch all our work over at SB Nation, all one word, www.thebirdrights.com, where we're going to be leading up to the playing tournament, which looks, you know, it's, it's almost a lock. Whether the Pelicans just win one more game or the Lakers lose one more, they're in. So that's almost a given. So we're going to be, of course, tackling all those big uh, matchups and what to expect and what to look for and what the Pels need to do to, to get some success, right, to keep winning and staying and make the playoffs, not just the plan. Always a pleasure, my friend. Look forward to talking to you next week. Uh, and, of course, uh, talking about, uh, again, a Lakers out, Pels getting the number one pick, and then the Pels solidifying that home game uh, for the, uh, the play-in tournament. Absolutely. Thanks, as always. Thanks, Eric. Take care. That's how to the bird rights. Hey, don't forget, folks, again, if you're in the market for a generator, Burkhardt has you covered. Generator sales and service are their business, uh, and they have generators available for you right now. Financing is available. Generators paid over time. That new install quality check after one month is what they do for everything they install for their customers. And then, of course, they'll sit down with you, do a consultation, educate you about generators, and then whether it's against your home or your business, you make the decision on what you're looking for. Then they'll put you on the calendar for a single-day install. 24-7, 365 emergency service on generators, a warehouse fully stocked with all the parts you need. When it comes to generator sales and service, Burkhardt is the experts. Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating Generator Sales and Service, acpromise.com, acpromise.com. Hi, Eric Ash with celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Opelie. Are you looking to add more ground clearance or enjoying the terrains? Or you want to improve the ride quality and hauling capacity of your car, truck, or SUV? Then Southern Tire has the answer. We are your lift and leveling kit experts. If you enjoy going off-road, Southern Tire has the lift kit for your vehicle. Our suspension lift kits will increase ground clearance and the performance of your vehicle. Hickory and Airline and Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. Contractors, tired of the runaround when you need an insurance quote? At Dave Miata Insurance, we are an independent insurance agency, so we make it easy to get that quote for your next job. We offer general liability, workman's comp, automobile and property insurance, and we will search over 50 insurance companies to get the right policy at the best price. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or DaveMiatInsAgency.com. Oceana Grill, bourbon at Conti in the French Quarter. Voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Open seven days a week, home in New Orleans' best breakfast. There's something for everyone on our menu. Serving Cajun Creole dishes that will delight for lunch and dinner. Fantastic cocktails that will amaze. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter courtyard. We have five private rooms that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests for dining or your next event. Oceana Grill is family friendly, but perfect for an incredible dining experience with friends or that special someone. Order online for delivery at Oceanagrill.com. Oceana Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street. Eric Ash here with my good friend Mike Delahousie at the TikTok Cafe. Mike, I was craving the best breakfast in town. Thank you, Eric. Yeah, but they were closed, so I'm back here at the TikTok Cafe instead. You know, that's not nice. Come on, man. You know we aim to please. You got to get a better aim, pal. Stop. You know we never close, huh? Well, neither does the morgue, so what's your point? Ah, you're unbelievable. You know, you got to admit, we've got the best prices in town. Gluten-free? Uh, I think you're missing the point, bud. 
The TikTok Cafe in the heart of Metairie at Causeway and I-10 are better known as the intersection of diabetes and high cholesterol. This Saturday, April 9th. This Saturday, April 9th. Grab your family and friends and head to the Shrine on Airline for NOLA Gold Rugby. The fun starts at 5 p.m. with a band and crawfish boil on the concourse. Then second line to your seats for a 7 o'clock kickoff. Then stick around for the post-game fireworks and player meet and greet. It's not just a game, but a true experience. Get tickets today at nolarugby.com. Circle up, team. We've got status. Evelyn's marketing consultancy client roster is skyrocketing. Okay, so this week is a biggie. We've got the pitch and three client meetings. She needs another analyst before her team's free time plummets. Who's running the competitive analysis on fruit snacks? Indeed can help her hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. Our hiring platform instantly connects you with quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. Do you struggle with occasional nerve aches, weakness, or discomfort in your hands or feet? Try Nervive Nerve Relief from the world's number one selling nerve care company. Nervive contains alpha-lipoic acid to relieve nerve aches, weakness, and discomfort, and B-complex vitamins to support healthy nerve function as you age. Live your life with less nerve discomfort with Nervive Nerve Relief. Learn more at NerviveHealth.com. Trucking with a rubber duck, and I'm about to pull a plug on your drink. Welcome back. Don't forget today's program brought to you by Hendrix Neptune ne- ne- uh, Hendrix Neptune Gin. Again, inspired by the magic of the sea. Uh, Hendrix Neptune is unmistakably Hendrix. Uh, it's an blend of uh, locally sourced coastal botanicals, also smooth citrus finish, and of course a hint of the distant sea breeze. Uh, it's a limited edition, only out for one year, so get out there and get out and enjoy it. And the beautiful thing about this um, uh, this po- part of the portfolio of William Grant, the special edition is, again, it's a versatile uh, a spirit that can be drunk uh, throughout the day and night with your mixer or cocktail. Uh, again, very, very smooth. It's got that citrus finish on it. So, again, if you're a, if you're a, a, a gin aficionado and you love, again, Hendrix, you know the portfolio every year coming out uh, with a special edition. This year, it's Hendrix Neptuna Gin, a uh, proud sponsor of our Monday show. Hey, don't forget about my friend uh, Dave Miet over Dave Miet Insurance. Again, if you're looking for insurance, you want to save, call Dave, 556-0809. Again, whether you're a business owner, homeowner, whether you're looking for uh, insurance for uh, your business or your home, uh, Dave can search over 50 companies to give you the right coverage for the best price. 504-556-0809, D-A-V-E-M-I-L-O-D-T-I-N-S, agency.com. That's Dave Miet Insurance. Dave Miet Insurance. If you want to save, call Dave. All right, coming up in hour number two, we're going to have Mike Scarborough of com talking about the Tigers. That'll be followed by Larry Holder of The Athletic Talking Saints. We'll be right back. Anytime, anywhere. Smartphone, tune in, radio app. We are. Hi, Eric Asher. I'm here with my good friend Mike Delahousie of the TikTok Cafe. Hey, Eric. 17 years later, we're still open 24-7. Yeah, your sign ought to read, sorry, we're open. Come on, man, 24 hours a day? You know how tough that is? That's a real service to the community. Yeah, the Poison Control Center is open 24 hours, too. Uh, the TikTok Cafe, where the gluten is always free, intersection of I-10 and Causeway, also known as the intersection of salmonella and high cholesterol. 
Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. This is Eric Asher. Have you noticed that it's more and more common these days that products are hard to find or even sold out? Well, I'm here to tell you that air conditioning equipment doesn't have to be one of those things. The folks at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating take your comfort seriously, but that means they keep the product on hand so when your AC breaks, they got a replacement ready. So never wait. Never worry. When you need help, trust Burkhardt. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. Hour number two of Inside New Orleans, brought to you by our friends at Hendrix Gin, Neptuna. Special edition of Hendrix Gin, Neptuna. Just hit the shelves now in March. It'll be a limited edition for 12 months, uh, much like the summer solstice and lunar, which were big hits. Uh, again, Hendrix is back with a new special edition. Uh, the new Neptuna is a 
uh, gin with, again, uh, notes of coastal freshness, balanced with, again, fresh notes of citrus. Uh, the juniper uh, character is lengthened by, again, earthy notes of locally uh, sourced Scottish seaside botanicals, fresh coastal herbs, and unmistakably crisp uh, citrus. Again, it is a... Um, uh, a light beverage that, uh, again, is versatile. It can be, can be drunk throughout the day, throughout the night, using a mixer and a cocktail. Uh, again, so, again, get your favorite cocktail and try it with, again, Hendrix Neptuna. Uh, again, uh, all part of, again, the special edition series of, of Hendrix Gin. And, look, this is something that uh, William Grant does with Hendrix Gin. Um, every year they, 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 uh, they, go, they go into the lab and they create another, uh, another special edition of the Hendrix Gin portfolio. And, of course, Lunar and, and, and the Summer Solstice were incredible hits. Uh, so much so that, again, it's been anticipating this uh, um, Henrik's Neptuna gin uh, that, is, that is now out on shelves. So, again, your favorite spirit store should have that for you. Uh, again, if you go to a, a high-end um, uh, restaurant or bar like Katie's, uh, they'll have that for you as well. Again, Henrik's Neptuna gin, uh, again, uh, uh, our, our brand of the, uh, of the day for, uh, Hen- for, from Hendricks and, of course, from William Grant. Again, proud sponsor of not just now our Monday show, but our Friday show as well. All right, um, you're listening to 106.1 FM. I'm Eric Asher. Again, this is um, uh, Inside New Orleans on iHeartRadio app, TuneIn Radio app, our digital platforms, Nash FM 106.1, and ericasher.com on the World Wide Web. Our podcast is on Anchor, but again, we're on all podcasting platforms because our podcast is everywhere. And our social media platforms, at Eric underscore Asher on Twitter, Eric Asher on Facebook, Inside New Orleans show on Instagram. Ali Cassell joined us in the last hour talking Pels. Uh, Mike Scarborough will join us in about five minutes talking um, uh, Tigers. Uh, first real, real chance to be able to see the Tigers extensively over the weekend uh, in their spring practice. We'll get a, a taste of that. Larry Holder will join us at 535 from The Athletic, uh, and we'll talk Saints with him. By the way, breaking news for the New Orleans Saints. Uh, the Saints have made a trade today with the Philadelphia Eagles. They send their 2022 first-round pick, number 18 overall, their 2022 third-round pick, 101 overall, their 2022 seventh-round pick, 237 overall, and, of course, their 2023 first-rounder and 2024 second-rounder to Philadelphia for Philadelphia's 2022 first-round pick, number 16 overall, their 2022 first-round pick, number 19 overall, and a 2022 sixth-round pick, 194 overall. Uh, Again, this gives the Saints some flexibility now at the top of the draft. Uh, They can bundle bundle those picks, move up into the top ten if they'd like. If they see a player they want, uh, they can stay put, get one of the top receivers and a top offensive tackle, and fill two of the needs that they have on this this roster. Uh, Again, they, uh, you know, when you look at, the, at this situation right now, uh, you know, maybe it's a quarterback. I, I doubt it. But maybe, again, that there's a quarterback that they like, but I doubt that. Um, but one thing I can say is, and I said this in the first hour, they're betting on not being in the top 20 next year. Okay, They're betting that this team, as, as, it, is, as it is assembled right now, with, again, bringing back, which has been the theme, right, continuity, bringing back the coaching staff, uh, bringing back their quarterback, Jameis Winston, bringing back the defense, which is going to attack with now with the exception of Quan Alexander, who we hope will be back, right? Um, you're looking at, uh, again, some changes, obviously, with Malcolm Jenkins and, and, uh, and, uh, and Williams gone at the safety position, but they're, they're solving that. Uh, and then, of course, uh, you know, needing to retool that offense. 
Uh, they believe they're going to be, you know, in the late 20s into the 30s next year. They're going to win the division. They're going to be in, in, the, in, in, the, uh, in the conversation for a Super Bowl. That's what this tells you. This tells you, again, they, they, they believe they can, they can, they're going to win now. And you know what? That pick next year is going to be in the 30s. That pick next year is going to be in the late 20s. Um, it also maybe is a little bit of a shift. And I talked about this in the first hour. You know, we don't know how to read Dennis Allen yet, right? We knew how to read Sean Payton. We don't know how to read Dennis Allen. But the, the theme has always been, what did Payton used to say? Uh, well, we like to fill holes in free agency, and we like to be the best player available in the draft. Well, last week in the owners' meeting, uh, we had Dennis Allen saying they like to augment uh, with the, the, uh, the roster through free agency and build through the draft. A little bit different, right? A little bit different. Uh, this also probably means, as I mentioned in the first hour, the Saints believe that Sean Payton's going to have the itch to get back to coaching. Whether that's going to be next year or the following year, they own his rights for two more seasons, and then they're going to be able to pick up additional picks. So when you see that um, that, 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 that pick in, in the uh, uh, next year's first rounder, okay, and, and then the following year's fourth, uh, second rounder, okay, 2024, uh, they feel like either 2023 or 2024, they're picking up first and second round picks for Sean Payton. So I don't think they're that worried about losing those picks. The first thing you say is, man, you got up next year's first round pick? Come on. You know, you're still in a situation where your team is getting a little bit older. Uh, maybe you're in a transition. Maybe you'd be looking for a young quarterback over the next two years where it looks like it's going to be a pretty good quarterback draft. Well, that's what the Saints are thinking. Saints are thinking that, you know, Payton's going to come back. And we're, we're going we're gonna to be looking for, again, a king's ransom uh, for Sean Payton. So uh, it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. But the Saints have made a trade today. They now have two picks in the first round, uh, number 16 and, num- and number 19. They pick up a sixth-round pick. Um, in, in number 194, they give up their, their 18th pick in the first round this year. Their third-round pick, 101 this year. Their seventh-round pick, 237 uh, this year. And then next year's number one and the following year, 2024's second-round pick. Pels with a big win. Uh, this weekend over uh, the Los Angeles Lakers. They end up getting blown up by the Clippers. They're in ninth place right now. Uh, So, again, uh, with uh, four games left in the season. And, of course, tonight is the national championship between North Carolina and Kansas. What an epic game uh, Duke and North Carolina was on on, on Saturday, 81-77. to I mentioned it uh, in the first hour, 70-plus in the Dome to see it. Uh, And it reminded me a lot of – uh, Georgetown, North Carolina, back in 1982, when Michael jo- Michael Jordan hit the, the winning shot, it, it, because of this, every possession meant something. Okay, and and it got down to the wire, and it, it kind of left you as I as I mentioned in the first hour, almost breathless watching it. Um, and then even when it was over, you kind of were wanting more, right? You wanted more. You know, you kind of wish the game went into overtime. So it'll be interesting to see again how, and you heard Alex on the first in the first hour say, uh, you know, how anticlimactic that, that could be for, for for North Carolina. You know, was that their championship, and will they be up for Kansas tonight? Kansas is a deep team, uh, and, and they're good. And um, so we'll see how that kind of plays out tonight again uh, here in New Orleans. And by the way, congratulations to our great city for putting on another great event and showing once again that we are the number one destination in, in the entire country, maybe in the entire world, when it comes to sporting events. Nobody does it like New Orleans. All right, let's head to the guest line. He got a, he got a, he got a bird's eye view of uh, the LSU Tigers in spring uh, this weekend. His site, Tiger Bait, is the most comprehensive site when it comes to LSU athletics. And, of course, now with the digital platforms, uh, Tiger Bait is, no, is not Tiger Bait from last year, the year before. Tiger Bait is... 
is, again, more than just a message board and great information. Uh, their digital platforms are, again, just knocking out the park. Joining us on the program, the founder of Tiger, of Tiger Bait, Mike Scarborough, joins us on the program. Mike, how are you? Great. Glad to be with you, Eric. Mike, glad to have you. I'm going to ask you about North Carolina and, and Kansas before we get out of here. But, I, I, again, uh, so many different rave reviews from what people saw over the weekend with their first look at, at the LSU Tigers on the field, uh, extensive look, rather. Mike, you were there for it all. Give us your synopsis. Well, yeah, we've been out at every practice. And, um, you know, of course, we were all excited Uh you know, I'll backtrack. Before spring started, we were, you know, wondering what kind of access were we going to get. Well, we've had incredible access, and the biggest part was on Saturday where we had access to the entire the entire practice. We got to film the first 20 periods. My my video package from the day was an even 20 minutes, almost like 12 gigs of video. And, of course, the weather's perfect, but – I don't know. It, it, it the, and we've talked about it each week so far. It, it's, you know, the attention to detail. Um, I think he's very forthcoming when he talks to us about where, what he's seeing. Uh, you know, where the, you know, what their, you know, their process is. Um, but you know, look, it, it, it's not hard to figure out that. You know, I think there's big questions at corner safety. Um, I think the offensive line has an opportunity to come together uh, a lot better than people think. Uh, I, I thought that going before the spring. Um, the defensive line's the uh, best position on the defense side of the ball, and the wide receiver group is the best on the um, the offensive side. And I think between the four quarterbacks, um, I have a hard time believing they're not going to have an answer, uh, uh, you know, from somebody that can give them a, a you know above average quarterback play. Let's start at the quarterback. Miles Brennan got the majority of, of, of the reps with the first team uh, when it was 11-11 drills. What did you see out of him, a guy that's been around the program for a long time but in a different system now? Uh, I think he had a great day. I thought it was the best day that we've seen him. Um, I, I was impressed with the way Miles Brennan looked. Um, and, you know, but I, I thought since day one that the, the guy that was the least impressive – passer was Jaden Daniels um but you know is he one of those guys who's a gamer and um can do things with his legs and, and improvising um but I, you know I also think Nussmeyer a guy that hardly anybody talks about I think he looks a lot better he's a lot bigger physically and um you know, and then I wonder what Walker Howard's going to look like in, in three or four months after he's mm-hmm. in there eating uh, eating meals every three hours, and right. you know, is all of a sudden he's going to be two oh five come August. Um, when you look at at, at the uh, at the running back position, anybody stand out to you? I think John Emery looks darn good. I mean, we're not going to see Noah Kane until the summer, but. Um, I, I like what I, I see out of Emory. I think uh, Corey Connor looks uh, pretty pretty good. Um, I think we're going to see a lot more on Saturday. Um, we again get uh, similar access. To, I think they're going to let us in after, after period eighteen, um, but I think they're going to be further along. Uh, they practice again tomorrow, Thursday. 
Um, we're going to get our normal uh, 20 minutes or whatever, but we're also going to get uh, Brian Poley in the special teams coordinator, which will be the first of three coordinators that we get to talk to this spring, which is another first. We've, we've never gotten coordinators before. What was the most, you know, the things I've read and heard over the last few days, I keep hearing high-energy practice, maybe not, again, uh, as long of a practice as we've seen under, under maybe some other coaches. What are some of the things that you took away from Brian Kelly and, and the way he conducts his practices as opposed to other coaches you've seen over the years? Well, I tend to wonder if, if uh, we brought a Notre Dame player over and had them witness a practice, if they'd say, is, he, is Brian Kelly looser in, in Baton Rouge than he is in South Bend? Because, um, look, there's no doubt that it's fast-paced, that there's some intensity, um, but I also see where, where there's also a looseness to it where the, where the players are actually uh, have opportunities to have fun and, and enjoy some of the work. But, you know, when there's a big play and, and so forth, I mean, they get after it and have some fun. Um, I laughed on Saturday because uh, they're doing a special teams drill, and uh, you know, which was a drill I wish we would have been able to film. But, uh, you know, Kelly's uh, screaming at the uh, GA on the sidelines, screaming, uh, you know, uh, turn up the ACDC because he wanted it louder and raising his hands and getting the, the team pumped up. So, um, look, I, I, I think that between once they get through spring and then you get all those uh, newcomers that are going to arrive in June, and then that, that in turn means you've got an extra four months with the new strength coach. Um, Look, I think it's gonna be a whole lot of media who are probably going into this spring thinking seven and five. Uh, I won't be be surprised if, if if a bunch of media guys buy in and start getting crazy and saying nine and three. But um, I, I think eight and four would be the sweet spot. Mm-hmm. And players that may have stuck out to you in on offense and defense in 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 the practice that you saw on Saturday. Um. I really like uh, what I'm seeing in Chris Hilton. I'm liking Brian Thomas. I think Emery's in great shape. I think the tight end is a problem. The tight end spot, uh, I I don't like what I'm seeing there at all. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, the quarterbacks, I think they all look good, one through four. Um, They all have their moments. Um, I think Fitzgerald West uh, is surprising. You know, as a guy who didn't, has never played center. Uh, it wouldn't surprise me if at the end of spring or at some point later in, in the off season that, it, that he doesn't pass Martinez up for the number two center's position. So, um, let me think anybody else. Uh, Dre Jenkins, Dre Jenkins, mm-hmm. uh, always looks the part. I mean, uh, yeah. I like the way he's yeah. playing. And, of course, you'll have a chance to be able to see more this week and then on Saturday as well, right? Yeah, we're out there every day. We've got video from every practice. Um, you really need to check out our, our video package from Saturday. I'm telling you, it's, a, it's an even 20 minutes. There's so much to chew on on that, on that video. And, and, and how can folks see that? Right there on TigerBait.com. 
And of course, if you're not a subscriber, the... uh, check it out for one dollar. Uh, if you don't you like go. the site, you can cancel. But uh, we we always run the one dollar trial period. Beautiful. Now, how about how about the Tiger baseball team again um, uh, after the series with Auburn? Yeah, I, I, I they're just. Um, I I think they just are what they are. I think they're going to struggle all season long. Um, I don't know what the um, if there's a buy-in issue, if there's a morale issue, if he's having a hard time reaching older players. Um, is it maybe, or is that maybe only a tiny component of it? Mm-hmm. But there's no doubt that uh, he, he's going to need some time to get uh, another recruiting class or two in here. Um, but again, still having the infield errors and, and that, that's just going to say him. mistakes, just killing them. Yep. <laughs> Kill them. So many felt self-inflicted wounds, Un- unlike a Tigers teams of the past, right? I mean, for the most yeah, part. And, and, you know, I, I know that there's been some people, naysayers that say, well, you know, he, he got, he was able to get away with that in the pack 12 and just out hitting people mm-hmm. and that, you know, his Arizona teams, uh, you know, we're never good infielding teams. So I, I don't know what to make of that. Well, again, hopefully, again, things will, will get better there. do want to ask you about about the, the, the uh, game tonight, Kansas, North Carolina, national championship in the Dome. I know you're, you're so busy with everything you're doing, but, uh, you know, you have a take on that for tonight? Yeah, it's one of those deals where uh, if uh, – Pick your poison if you're one of those guys that, like me that uh, can't stand the blue bloods. Um, right. uh, but from what I've seen, I, I, I think North Carolina's going to win it. And, and of course, um, uh, everybody's talking about the entire basketball team, men's basketball team, uh, going into the transfer portal. Matt McMahon, again, bringing in a couple players. Uh, what's your take on that? Do you, think, do you think that every one of those players will end up elsewhere, or do you think that some may come back to the fold? Man, I... I, I, I I know there's a lot of people that think there's a chance that maybe someone would return LSU. I don't know if that's right. the case. I don't know where. Um, I mean, why, if there's a chance you would return, why would you even go in the portal? Uh, I mean, I, I, I'm pretty sure McMahon addressed them, addressed all of it, and probably had meetings with every single one of them. Um, I just think there's going to be a whole lot of pain in the next few years. Um, if you're an LSU basketball fan, you might want to hibernate. Well, like I said before, uh, you know, the, 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 tra- the transfer portal goes both ways. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hold reservations back on that. Let's see what happens. Let's see what type of sanctions there's going to be, if the sanctions are going to be uh, against really more Will Wade than the program, if it'll only be one year again with no postseason, uh, and, of course, how many scholarships they'll lose. I'm going I'm to hold back judgment on that. But let's say congratulations to Kim Mulkey on a great season, AP National Coach of the Year, well-deserved. Yeah, and um, of course, with that success, means that you've got schools out there that want to pill for your coaches. And she lost her her number one assistant, Coach Messer, to uh, Central Florida yesterday. So she's going to replace her. But I, I wonder, also wondered if she doesn't maybe uh, elevate uh, some of her current staffers mm-hmm. and, and uh, promote from within. But uh, I'm not worried about uh, her ability to no uh, fill that fill that hole. But um, you know, just real quick, sure. I put a poll up on the website three days ago, uh, and the question was how long before the LSU men's basketball team can possibly finish in the upper third of the SEC? 
65% say it won't be till the 25-26 the season. Wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. That's interesting. Especially because of the trans- yeah. unless they make changes to the, trans- the transfer portal, you get you get, look. You need five guys on, on bad. You, you recruit a pr- few good players. You augment that with the transfer portal. You could be right back in it. You know, I, yeah, I seem look, to think basketball is a quicker can, turnaround now than, than ever before with the transfer portal. If you can hurry up and get a word from the NCAA of what it's going to be, and, and, and you can get yep. started and get the clock moving on that, then you then you can formulate a game plan in your recruiting. Right. Right. No, I, I'm with you. And, look, we think it's going to take at least six months, right? So this this might not be the year. This might be one of those years where, again, it's a really down year. But, you know, if, if the band's this upcoming year and, that, and that's a down year, it is what it is. But I, I think, you can, look, if he's the right coach, they can get healthy quickly, in my opinion. We'll see how it kind of plays out. Mike, tell us well, about your great the, site. I'm telling you right now, you told us about the 20 minutes of video. If folks really want to be able to get insight into what's happening with Tiger Athletics, Tiger Bait's the place. Tell us all about it. That's it. Go to TigerBait.com, subscribe, choose the annual package. You save money when you do that. Uh, Also, go to our YouTube channel, LSU Tigers on TigerBait. Hit the subscription button, the notification bell. We load up videos there almost every day. Um, We do live shows there. And, of course, you can follow me on Twitter at Scarborough Mike. Thanks, my friend. Appreciate your time each and every week. We'll check in with you next week with more on the Tigers. All right, Eric. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Thank you, Mike. Appreciate it. Hey, don't forget about Southern Tire, family-owned and operated by the Piazza family since 1972. You're looking for some tires for that for that vehicle? How about the largest selection of tires in the metropolitan area right there at Southern Tire and Hickory and Airline in Metairie? Something for everyone's budget, no matter what you drive. And then, of course, you're talking about wheels and tires up to 30 inches with financing available. Hey, vehicle's not running right. You're looking for a mechanic shop you can trust. Uh, it's out of warranty. You're not going back to the dealership, and you've been searching. The Piazza family has been repairing cars in, in this city since 1972. ASC certified mechanics. And, of course, the same diagnostic equipment you get at the dealership, you get at Southern Tire, Hickory and Airline, and Metairie. And, yes, a Piazza family member will be there. Uh, Tony, Tony Sr., Tony Jr., again, in the, in the shop. Of course, also, again, Tony's wife, his daughter, again, working behind the counter for you. Truly, again, a family-owned and operated business. And, of course, there's a reason why they've been around since 1972. They take care of their customers. Hickory and Airline in Metairie open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6, Saturday from 8 to 3. 504-737-1558 is the phone number. Go to southerntire.com and check out all the service they provide for their customers. Owned by the Piazza family since 1972 at Southern Tire, Hickory and Airline in Metairie. All right, today's program uh, brought to you by our good friends over at William Grant, uh, specifically. Again, um, the special edition, only out for one year on the shelves, Hendrix Neptuna Gin. Again, uh, reach for, again, a bottle of uh, Hendrix Neptuna Gin now in spirit stores everywhere. We'll be right back. Inside New Orleans, if it's New Orleans sports, culture, food. Inside New Orleans with Eric Asher is talking about it. Weekdays at 4 on 1061 Nash Icon and available online anytime at NashFM1061.com. Ten Eastbound, your delays are solid from Williams to Power and delays pick back up on Ten Eastbound from just past City Park to the high rise. Look out for delays solid on Ten Westbound. 
from Clearview to the airport. On the 610 on the eastbound side, your delays are steady from St. Bernard to the 10610 merge. Also look out for delays if you're traveling eastbound along the West Bank Expressway, the Crescent City Connection, and the Pontchartrain Expressway. Delays stretching from Stumpf Boulevard to the Claiborne Earhart exit. Look out for delays solid if you're traveling on the 310 going southbound from just before St. Rose to the Luling Hornville exit. And also look out for accidents North Roman at Trico and also Poydras at Loyola. I'm at Robinson broadcasting from the Attorney Mike Bradner Traffic Center. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue. Open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soup, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great southern dishes. Check out our menu online at BienvenueHarahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. Sportsbeat is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring steak night, Wednesday, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filet. Friday nights, hot ball crawfish, 6 p.m. till. Private room available. Sportsbeat is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportsbeat Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selections, delicious food, friendly staff sports, and hot ball crawfish. Are you ready for the stifling New Orleans heat this year? Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to getting my AC ready each and every year, there's no one I trust more than my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Eating. With 30 years in the business, they really know what they're doing, and they can work on any AC system on the market. Burkhardt gets your system running right. They can find and fix the problems before you really need that AC this year. Schedule your tune-up now with Burkhardt at acpromise.com. acpromise.com, and tell them Eric sent you. I'm here with my good friend Mike Delahousie of the TikTok Cafe. What you say there, Eric? Hey, did I ever tell you have like the perfect face for radio? No, Mike. Did I ever tell you that you have the perfect 24-hour diner? Hey, bud. No, as a matter of fact, you haven't. That's because you don't. Come on, man. You know that ain't nice. And uh, neither is your help. Oh, man. And why do you eat here so often? Well, my wife says that I'm a glutton for punishment. The TikTok Cafe, where the video poker is always hot, 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 Causeway and I-10 better known as the intersection of E. coli and salmonella. As a dentist, I know what my patients are saying. Mm -hmm. She says her gums are irritated. Mm -hmm. Is there anything you can do? You can try New Crest Advanced Gum Restore. It detoxifies below the gum line to restore your gums back to health in just seven days. Welcome back to Inside New Orleans. Eric Asher with you until 6. 
Today's program brought to you by Hendricks Neptuna. Special edition Hendricks only on the shelves for a year. Again, so again, get your bottle of Hendricks Neptuna at a spirit store near you. Don't forget about Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Uh, now's the time to get your AC service. Burkhardt is there to tune your system up. Tune-ups are about peace of mind. An ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. Uh, again, remember, in one year, your air conditioning system and your heating system can run as many as 2,000 hours. Uh, these annual precision tune-ups will extend the life of your system. Identifying problems from small and we're making sure they go, go for, don't, don't go from small repairs to major breakdowns. It's also going to help the system's efficiency as well, which means you're going to save money on your energy bill. Uh, that annual tune-up will maintain the system warranty, and warranties require regular routine maintenance. So, again, when you're thinking about getting that, that AC service, think Burkhardt, and their multi-point inspection service that's, prepared by, uh, prepared, uh, that's done by their uh, Nate certified technicians with, again, decades of experience. That's Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, acpromise.com, acpromise.com. All right, thanks to Mike Scarborough for joining us on the program, Talking Tigers. We got some news when it comes to the New Orleans Saints and joining us on the program, Larry Holder of The Athletic. Larry, how are you, bud? I'm good, Eric. Uh, brain is a little uh, flustered because I'll just put it to you this way. I've been uh, working over the last few days on uh, – I do every year and do the uh, NFL draft simulators, and I had right. run a ton of them <laughs> and had to hit Control-A and Delete on all the data <laughs> Yes, <laughs> league-wide since, <laughs> since this trade got made by the Saints and the Eagles today. And uh, certainly uh, I, you and me probably think this – they could go in a bunch of different directions. I a think bit that's bunch, a, yes. That, yeah, that's kind of – to me, I think that's probably why uh, they've allowed themselves to do this and, and make this move. And it's basically, uh, when you look at it, you can get good, cheap players. Yes. <laughs> and since you're not one to go spend big money in free agency, this was your way right. to get uh, cheap, good, young players uh, as opposed to expensive veterans that, that might burn you down a lot. And five-year contracts on that first-round pick, too. Absolutely. And that, ex- uh, yeah, that extra we, year really helps, especially when you're, you know, you're developing a player. If you're getting an offensive lineman, that fifth year means a lot. If you're getting a quarterback, that fifth year means a lot. Okay? But, but specifically, again, the line and, and, and linemen and, 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 uh, and quarterbacks, that fifth year is, is big. But, again, look, any, any player that you can have for five years under a rookie deal, obviously, again, that, that, that helps you out. Well, and also, when you have, say, picks, uh, they went from 18, and now, they're, now they have 16 and 19. It, when, you, when you talk to GMs and scouts and uh, evaluators, usually when you're talking first-round picks, there aren't 32 first-round graded players. Uh, usually, uh, in a good draft, it might be like 22, 23. So having the Saints being able to do that, they will get – two legitimate first round graded players. And I think that people have to remember that because, uh, you know, when the saints have made trades, you know, late round trades in, in round one, and, you know, people are complaining, Oh, you know, they get a first round pick. Well, you know, if it's so late in the draft, it's, it's uh, outside of the fifth year option. You're basically mm-hmm. getting the second round graded player. And so right. I think that right. this, you were able to get potentially two talented players and, uh, you know, I'm not saying this is going to happen, but I mean, if you really wanted to move all the way up to say the top five, mm-hmm. you have the ammo to do it if you're yes. in love 
big, big love with a player. I don't know if that's the case, but you at yep. least give yourself that option as opposed to. I agree. Uh, yeah, as opposed to remember, Eric, we, we've talked mm-hmm. over the years where, you know, the Saints are they're, they're trying to trade up in as high as they can get is like the mid first round. I mean, here you can get up to basically mm-hmm. four. So if you want to do that, that is available to you. Yep, I would agree. But, you know, and, and we don't know what that thought process is. You know, again, a lot of people automatically go, why receive offensive tackle? And I, and I think that's plausible. Okay, looking at the needs on this team, looking at, again, what they've done in free agency thus far, uh, you know, so that, that, that makes sense. You know, I, I can't see quarterback, but, look, beauty's in the eye of the beholder, right? Uh, you know, the next two, next two drafts will be big-time quarterback drafts. But, you know, I'm reminded that, you know, Sean Payton's out there. And, and I'm sure they're thinking that Sean Payton is going to have the itch to get back into coaching. So when you're giving up a first-rounder next year and a 2024 second-rounder, you're banking on, first of all, that, that first and second-rounder being in the late 20s, being in the 30s, because you're back uh, in, in a position to be able to, again, be in contention for a Super Bowl, winning a division championship. And then, and then of course, maybe getting some picks back for Payton that can augment the loss of those picks. Yeah, I think that's got to be in their thought process. And, uh, you know, it's uh, it's funny. You kind of read I, – I, actually, a longtime Eagles writer who uh, I'm actually friends with, he was trying to say how uh, Howie Roseman got one over on Mickey Loomis, and I was kind of thinking, nah, I don't, I don't nah, not so fast. Not so fast. <laughs> like, yeah, not yeah, so fast. Yeah, it's like, yeah, I, yeah, I haven't really heard of how Howie Roseman ever gets one over on anybody right. anyway. It's not like they draft well anyway, so – I just I, I kind of rolled my eyes at that just because uh, people forget about that element that that will those picks should be returning uh, you know at least yep, something no like that will be returning and uh, it, it's just interesting the Saints philosophy uh, w- with all this because uh, it's not like you know they they have cap space I think they're and look it's not like uh, Mickey uh, Mickey Loomis and Jeff. Uh, uh, well, Dennis Allen are hiding their mm-hmm. philosophy right now, and they're not—they're not wanting to totally push the cap right now. And I think they're just trying to change their philosophy a little bit. And I think doing I this agree. allows you to do that. And potentially, uh, look—the last time they had a couple of first-round picks, uh, they got Pro Bowl, All-Pro mm-hmm. caliber players. Uh, I'm not saying yep. that is going to happen uh, this time, but uh, but I'm also reminded of the last time. The Saints had two first-round picks, and they were kind of bunched together in the first round. And Mickey was drafting without Sean Payton. And right. you could say they were okay players, but they didn't turn out to be big, big-time players. Uh, uh, in um, you know Charles Grant and and uh, Dante Stallworth, and then Dante Stallworth, yeah. When they yeah. used yeah. two mid-first-rounders to trade up into mm-hmm. like the top six or seven, they got good old memorable. Jonathan Sullivan, and that, of course, yes. without Sean yes. Payton in the building. People before. forget that. I, mean, I, I brought that up, Larry. Uh, you know, again, after after Payton left, that okay, how much is Jeff Ireland going to have an influence on this draft? That we we'll keep hearing it's going to be a collaborative effort, but people forget again the drafts were not exactly again something we'd write home about when it was Mickey Loomis making those picks. Uh, you've got some guys now again that uh, that that uh, you know have had a track record of of, of doing uh, pretty well in the draft. And look, we heard. We heard Dennis Allen say last week at the at the owners' meeting that again, and I, I agree. There's a little shift in philosophy here. Uh, the, the Saints want to augment 
the, the, the club in terms of their roster, in, in terms of free agency. They're augmenting through free agency and building through the draft. It used to be fill holes in free agency and, and then, of course, um, being the best player available in the draft. So maybe a little bit of a shift here now. Uh, where, where, again, they're, they're really going to go after draft picks, and we'll see how that plays out. By the way, for those that are just tuning in, Saints made a trade today. Uh, they, they, they get uh, the 2022 first-round pick, 16 overall and 19 overall, from the Philadelphia Eagles along with a sixth-rounder in 2022, which is 194 overall. They give up their 18th overall pick in this uh, draft, the first round. Second round, uh, their third-round pick, number 101 in this, in this draft. In this draft's tw- seventh-round pick, 237 a 2023 first rounder and a 2024 second rounder. And as, as Larry and I are mentioning, again, that, that might be with an eye on possibly, again, Peyton uh, going back into coaching and them getting, uh, again, draft picks and players for Peyton. And, of course, now what, what looks like a shift more to, again, using the draft to be able to build this roster uh, going forward. And also, uh, just on the Eagles' front, uh, look, they had pick number 15 already themselves, and so now they have right. 15 and 18. Because in this draft, they would have had 15, 16, and 19, and now they have 15 and 18 and picked up mm-hmm. a future one. And so, uh, yeah, right. yeah. And, and if you're the Saints, like you said, Eric, you're gambling and saying, all right, that one might be later in the first round because you make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, yep. this team, I think you and me have, have said for weeks uh, that we both consider this team a playoff team, especially given the landscape of the NFC. And, Sure. Uh, you know, I, I think they can they can either look to the immediate future. I mean, and, and look, we got to have the conversation about quarterback. I mean, we have to. I yep. know you. I know you. Uh, you kind of you don't see it. I don't particularly see it, and yet, Jameis Winston is not a given to be the mm-hmm. future after, uh, quarterback after this year. It's going to depend on how he plays. Andy Dalton is a one year deal. Just True. to watch, basically, Jameis is back. So do they love a quarterback? I don't know if they do. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, right now, if you uh, go by kind of our draft pundits at the Athletic and, uh, and around the other draft pundits around the country, I mean, Malik Willis seems like he's elevating to the number one quarterback slot mm-hmm. with kind of Kenny Pickett and Matt Corral lurking around and maybe Desmond Ritter, Sam Howell, and those would be – you know, maybe late first, early second picks. Uh, so, uh, you know, it, it doesn't seem like it matches up. But here's the thing. What if the Saints say, all right, we got a stud player. We pick at 16 and some quarterback falls that we didn't expect at 19 and we draft him. Yep. So I, uh, it's, it's not uh, the wrong possibility. I I, right. No, I, I agree with you. And it depends on, again, look, we hear it's going to be a big man draft, right? So, again, more big men that are chosen – the, 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 the skill position players are going to fall, but we always know that there's always a team that's, that, that is going to fall over the quarterback. It doesn't matter. They're going to take that quarterback high or, draw, or trade in to get that quarterback high. It'll be interesting to see, again, who those players are. As you mentioned, Willis moving up boards. Uh, again, Pickett's always been right there among the one or two. And I guess Corral is an interesting prospect, in, the, in my opinion. Yeah, Corral could be a big boomer bust. He could be incredible, or then he might not pan out. Right, you know, Desmond Ritter's kind of like a safe guy, you know, mm-hmm. you know, second round pick. But like, and uh, let's circle back to kind of where you started when we started talking about these picks. That I think Saints fans and the Saints could easily be satisfied if, say, they got a wide receiver mm-hmm. or an offensive lineman, and that would fill yep. two holes with people yep. who you would expect to come in and play right away. 
And I, I think there are certainly capable players there that you could see in either position and be and say, all right, I like that pick. I like that pick. Like, you can do that, and you don't have to make this big, giant splash. It's okay to be logical and make logical picks there and, and fill two holes. Uh, so it's uh, – and even, Eric, I think some uh, position we can't totally discount either is that uh, – I've, I've been seeing how Kyle Hamilton from Notre Dame has kind of been slipping a little. I mean, they mm-hmm. got a need at safety. He's a, he's a big-time yep. playmaker, but he's been slipping a little. What if he's around there and the Saints say, oh, he's too good to pass up? I mean, that's, that's uh, another name. You could know, either see him – I've seen him slated either go number two overall or number 20. I mean, he's, he is one of the, he's one of those big players that's kind of – floundering around at this point, uh, almost a little bit like Derek Stingley. I think his, his stock's kind of stabilized a little bit, but yep. uh, Hamilton might be someone to watch. Well, and, and look, um, I know a lot of people are holding out hope that maybe it'll be the Honey Badger before it's all said and done. But the problem with the Honey Badger is there's a bunch of teams that really like him, at least, again, have at least shown interest. Uh, maybe they're not willing to pay him what he made last year, which is $14 million. But the question is, what's the, what's the number for the Saints to get someone like that? What's the number for the Saints to be able to go out and get a veteran wide receiver at this point? With the stockpile of draft picks that they have right now, uh, they may feel more comfortable, in, again, utilizing that to be able to go out and, and, and to be able to, you know, especially because you got, you know, what is it now? Well, there's three or four picks that they have in the top 100 now. That, that, and those are high picks. So maybe they're thinking they can, they can uh, you know, do this through the draft as well. Yeah, they have a couple safeties that could, you, you could look at uh, that, mm-hmm. that were sure. probably in either day, you know, day one or day two. I mean, that could be possible. And let's, Eric, they've, they've signed two safeties and re-signed another. And, uh, of course, they re-signed P.J. Williams. Uh, mm-hmm. They signed Marcus May. They signed Daniel Sorensen, who, uh, you know, look, he, he he's not going to play defense all the time, but he could play. No. He might play 40%, 50% of the snaps. I mean, and then you bring back, like I said, bring back P.J. Williams. And you got C.J. Garner-Johnson, who could probably play everywhere. So, uh, you know, I think it's not some necessity that they need Tyron Matthews. I mean, they just right. they, they've made moves, and that's, that is just not a necessity. I think there's uh, – we know he's a great player. And I think that the, the, the heart over the head uh, comes up a little bit w- w- with this sentiment. Uh, you know, like if they don't go get P.J. Williams and bring him back, maybe you could say, all right, well, you know, right. I, I just think that he would be a luxury at this point, mm-hmm. and he's not a necessity. Saints, as I mentioned now, 16 and 19 in the first round, 49 in the second round. They have a third-round compensatory pick at, at 98. They, they trade away 101. Uh, they got a, uh, their, their fourth-round pick is, uh, is 120. 161 is their fifth-round pick. They gave up their seventh-round pick. So, again, uh, they've, got, uh, you know, they, they've got some ammunition now in terms of the draft going into this particular draft, especially, again, high picks, which is what you're looking for in the top 100. Right, and you knew that once they had those two compensatory picks, uh, they were going to be able to play with one of them. Of course, they did trade right. one one of their picks away for Bradley Roby, the, uh, their original third rounder. So that's mm-hmm. where that one's not there. Uh, but yeah, look, it's uh, they can make moves if they want. Uh, I mean, they could trade one of their ones and a two and move up a little bit. Uh, you know, they could. It, they could. There's certainly some ways they can uh, move around and get some players. And and Eric, I think. Uh, the point of this whole thing is that it gives the Saints 
the capability. I, I know I'm repeating myself, but it gives the Saints mm-hmm. the capability of getting two starting quality players yep, in I the agree. first round. And, and what, of, they do. Yeah, it's, it's no, instead of, say, a couple of years ago, uh, when yeah. they drafted Lattimore and Ramsek, you didn't expect Ramsek to come in and play. He just had to play right. for Streep and Armstead were banged up. But you, sure. these guys, you, you, could, you would expect to come in and play right away. I mean, that second round picks at 49. I mean, that's still we're going to get a really good player there. 98 of the third round. You get a really good player there. So, again, if you're, if you're drafting well and you've done your homework, this could be one of those drafts where people look back on it and go, man, this was a great Saints draft. I mean, this is like 2017. Because you have the ammo in terms of, again, the picks in the first 100, and you have two first-round picks. And it's not, again, six, what was it, six and 32 last time. This is what, six, this is, um, uh, what is it, 16 and 19. Right, yeah, yeah. In seventeen, they had uh, I think it was. Would they have eleven, twelve? I'm trying to remember. Yeah, that's what it was. It was eleven and thirty-two. Right, eleven yeah, and thirty-two. Yeah, they had, yeah, because uh, I think Mahomes went ten, Lattimore went eleven. Yep, Lattimore went eleven. Yeah, Ramchick right. was thirty-two, and then they got Marcus Williams in the forties. So um, no doubt. So yeah, yeah. I mean, look, they can. They like I said, I, I think this is their their way that they can move around. Uh, it'd be flexible if they want to, or try to replicate that draft. Uh, look, it's going to be hard to do uh, talent-wise. I mean, it's right. amazing <laughs> the talent, uh, whether they're playing with the Saints anymore or not. Uh, but that that talent is, is one of the best drafts we've seen in in yes. a few, like at least a decade. I mean, it could be even yep. longer. That's actually no. I, I mean, so much so that we couldn't hold on to all of them, right? I mean, you would right. like to have. I mean, I mean, you go back. You look at Trey Hendricks. You look at Mark, now Marcus Williams elsewhere. Um, you know, I mean, we go we go on and on on that on that particular draft. Even Al-Kadeem Muhammad, he's playing. Yeah, he's started money. for the Indianapolis Colts. <laughs> right, exactly. You know, I mean, come on. Yep. So I mean, that's you know, looking for pass rushers. They got they had what. They they had two in that draft right there that, that that they got so yeah no 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 doubt no doubt Larry we got about a minute and a half left tell us about the athletic how they subscribe how they can follow you on social media and of course uh, uh, as always uh, uh, again uh, we appreciate your time bud absolutely at Larry Holder on Twitter and uh, we are in uh, getting into draft mode right now actually we just announced today where uh, look Dane Brugo is our big time draft expert we have now. Three more people who are full-time just on the draft, and this will be year-round. So we're bulking up our coverage. Uh, and uh, it's uh, – look, every team's going – we have every team covered, uh, local, national. I'm doing a lot more national stuff these days, but obviously, you know, I'm, I, I chime in with on the Saints when, mm-hmm. uh, when it's uh, need be. And like I said, I was doing NFL draft simulators before. <laughs> I've had to delete them all. I'm starting from scratch, and I'm going through again. Uh, so – and. Uh, some of the results are already pretty interesting, and I'm going to kind of dive into that, and I'll have that story out coming out later this week. So uh, check it out, theathletic.com or theathletic.com slash New Orleans, theathletic.com slash NFL, and at Larry Holder on Twitter. Thanks, brother. Appreciate the time as always. All right, boy, it's going to get interesting, my friend. Yeah, it is. No <laughs> doubt about it. It's a fun time, that's for sure. Larry Holder of The Athletic, which is each and every week. All right, don't forget about Burkhart, acpromise.com, acpromise.com, North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank. Your AC breaks down. Think Burkhart. That's Burkhart Air Conditioning Heating, acpromise.com.
Hi, Eric Ash with celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Oliver. Southern Tire, family owned and operated since 1972. Southern Tire is your one-stop shop for quality auto repairs and the best deals on tires. Whether it is your personal vehicle or a fleet account, at Southern Tire, we treat your vehicle like our own. At Southern Tire, we have all the latest diagnostic equipment and ASE certified technicians the dealerships have without the dealership prices. Hickory and Airline in Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m., Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we we provide to our customers. Dave Miet Insurance is a full-service independent insurance agency since 1958, offering auto, home, life, health, business, and commercial policies, serving the East Bank, West Bank, North Shore, South Shore, and River Parishes. Dave Miet Insurance is your one-stop insurance specialist. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or DaveMietInsAgency.com. Oceana Grill, bourbon at Conti in the French Quarter. Voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Open seven days a week, home in New Orleans' best breakfast. There's something for everyone on our menu. Serving Cajun Creole dishes that will delight for lunch and dinner. Fantastic cocktails that will amaze. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter courtyard. We have five private rooms that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests for dining or your next event. Oceana Grill is family friendly, but perfect for an incredible dining experience with friends or that special someone. Order online for delivery at Oceanagrill.com. Oceana Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street. Hi, Eric Asher here with my good friend Mike Delahousie, the TikTok Cafe. What'd you say, Eric? Hey, Mike, you know what my prescription medication and the TikTok Cafe have in common? What's that? Friend? They cause drowsiness, dizziness, nausea, cramps, diarrhea, blurred vision, muscle aches, gas, heartburn, upset stomach, constipation, weight changes, decreased sex drive, impudence, dry right, mouth, ringing finished. in the ears, depression. Oh, yeah, and suicidal thoughts. It's the TikTok Cafe, Causeway I 10 in Metairie. This Saturday, April 9th. This Saturday, April 9th. Grab your family and friends and head to the Shrine on Airline for NOLA Gold Rugby. The fun starts at 5 p.m. with a band and crawfish boil on the concourse. Then second line to your seats for a 7 o'clock kickoff. Then stick around for the post-game fireworks and player meet and greet. It's not just a game, but a true experience. Get tickets today at nolarugby.com. Cookie wants to be a professional wrestler. I'm Cookie Serratos and I'm 11 years old. She also wants to win all the medals. That's why Cookie and her family make every day count, squeezing out her best with Go-Go Squeeze. Okay, Cookie, let's break for a Go-Go Squeeze. Go-Go Squeeze fruit-on-the-go pouches are a nutritious snack made from 100% fruit with no sugar added. Go, Cookie! Because when you nurture your kids, you squeeze out the best in them. Squeeze out their best with Go-Go Squeeze. Not a low-calorie food. Products range from 11 to 13 grams of sugar and 60 to 70 calories per serving. Something you probably do know. Progressive can not only offer you a great price when you bundle home and auto, they offer you round-the-clock protection. 
Something you probably don't know? A driveway basketball hoop, including the base, weighs around 400 pounds. Something you probably do know? There's a windstorm coming. Something you probably don't know? A basketball hoop tipping over can poke a hole in a car roof like a can opener. Bundle your home and auto with Progressive and get more than a great price. Get round-the-clock protection. Something you know for the things you don't know. Coverage from Progressive Casualty Insurance Company, affiliates, and third-party insurers and subject to policy terms. Bundle discount not available in all states or situations. All right, folks, that's it for me. Thanks so much for tuning in. want to thank, again, our friends over at Hendrix Gin, introducing new Hendrix Demptuna, inspired by the magic of the sea. It's in spirit stores everywhere. Also, again, all of our great sponsors. Go to ericasher.com for a slide to the sponsor to sponsor our program. Uh, as always, we appreciate each and every one of them. also want to thank our, our guests, Larry Holder, Mike Scarborough, Ali Cassell, Rudy back at studio. Thank you for listening. Podcast will be up about 20 minutes after the program ends. Coming up next, it's Ken Trahan with All Access. Les East, award-winning journalist, is his guest. My name is Eric Gasher. Wonderful evening. From the dog catch to the governor, they all got to go. <laughs>